salamat sa iyo, Jesus. Ang iyong pag-ibig ay nag-uumapaw. Ang iyong pag-ibig ay hindi kayang Then, ang iyong pag-ibig, Panginoon, ay sobra-sobra sa lahat ng pagkakataon, sa lahat ng panahon, sa lahat ng oras. Wag ibig mo nalaan sa amin ay hindi mauubos at kahit kailan at ay hindi mauubos. Maraming maraming salamat, Panginoon. Continue to speak into our hearts. Continue to let the glory of Jesus shine in our hearts, in our minds. And as we listen to your word, Heavenly Father, We speak and we pray for your guidance, for your direction, and most of all, for the leading of your Holy Spirit. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And amen. Yan. Kahit na mga nasa bahay tayo, isang palakas ng palakpak nasa Panginoon, can we give God the loudest club offering para ramdam natin sa mga kasama natin sa bahay, kahit sa mga kapitbahay natin, na tayo ay nagpupuri, nagpapasalamat sa Panginoon. Amen. So this morning, ang pag-uusapan natin, hopefully masundan tayo sa ating every life. And once again, happy online grace celebration. And we will be uh, continually uh, pag-aaralan yung crossing of the Red Sea. At ang pag-uusapan natin this morning is the 10 plagues of Egypt, wherein God brought plagues. Lord ang nagpadala ng plagues for a certain purpose. So mamaya pag-aaralan natin yan. So let me read present foremost. Exodus chapter 5 verses 1 and 2. Exodus chapter 5 verses 1 and 2. Sabi dito, Afterward, Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, Let my people go. So he was speaking about freedom. He said, let my people go so that they may hold a festival to me in the wilderness. So that was the goal. God spoke to Moses and he said, let my people go. Palayain mo ang mga Hebreyo, ang mga Israelita. And we have known, di ba? From Exodus chapter 1, about the 2 million of mga Israelites, the prophecy Genesis, they were, Joseph was actually second in command. But after 10 generations or 400 years, 40 years per generation, after 400 years, they found themselves under slavery. And God spoke to Moses from chapters 1, 2, and 3. And he said, I will use you to deliver my people. I will use you to bring them out from the hand of Egypt, from the spirit of slavery. Kaya ang sabi dito sa verse 1, let my people go. Then Pharaoh said, he said in verse 2, who is the Lord? Sabi niya, sino ba yung Diyos na yan? Mapindi yung, yung banat dito ni Pharaoh, di ba? Who is the Lord that I should obey him and let Israel go? Sino ba yung Diyos na tinutukoy mo para sundin ko? Yung Diyos na yan, Moses, I do not know the Lord, and I will not let Israel go. And actually, it wasn't only uh, Pharaoh na walang ng pagkakilala at hindi kilala ang Panginoon, even the Israelites. The Israelites were basically, they started to worship pagan gods. And that's why they were under oppression. They were under this 
what we call super rain. And God sent Moses in order for them to be delivered from the hand of Egypt. Pero yung nga sa kwento, when, when Moses was telling Pharaoh, God told me and I am here to tell you to let the Israelites, let the Hebrews go. Sabi ni Pharaoh, no, I will not let the people go. I do not even know your God. I do not even know who He is. Ganun ho yung idea. And I want you, I want to see, I want you to see uh, this, this 10 plagues particularly. Yung, yung plague, yung warning instruction, of course, hindi na natin iisa yung verses ma haba ito. Yung plague, merong warning instruction doon, yung isa first plague, yung blood, turning the water into blood. Station yourself in the morning. Then yung second, yung frogs go to Pharaoh. Mamaya kasi papakita mo sa inyo, it, it will a little bit, parang ngayon, parang confusing, pero mamaya, it will be uh, clarified. Kasi itong plague na to ay nahati, it was a, uh, it was 10 plagues, pero nahati ito sa fourth waves. First wave was the three plagues, the first three plagues. The second wave was the four to six plagues. The, the, the third wave was the seven to nine plague. And the fourth wave was the tenth. So the plague is six, yung pork, yung wild bees, then pit pestilence, six boils, and seven hail, number eight locusts, nine darkness, and ten firstborn. On the first three waves, tatatlo yun na, ang, ang statement doon, so first is, stage yourself in the morning, then go to Pharaoh, then walang instruction, pagdating sa so third. Then, almost the same. Pagdating ng port, station yourself in, in the morning. Then, pagdating sa peep, pestilence, go to Pharaoh. Then, pagdating sa six boils, wala na naman. Then, pagdating sa seven, yung umulan ng, ng yellow na, na, na nakakalaki sa so in the morning. Then, pinadala yung locus, go to Pharaoh. Pagdating sa darkness, wala na naman instruction. Then, Firstborn. So let me proceed. Alam you ba yung 10 plagues, the 10 plagues that, that, was, that, that were set and antagonist act of God or yung kilos ng Panginoon to prove to Egypt that He is God. Why? Because there were 10 goddesses na meron ng Egypt. Ipapakita ko sa inyo to. First is the God of Happy. Antindi, no? H-A-P-I. Which means God of the River Nile. It, it means God of the river Nile. Kaya ngayon, unang-unang plague na pinakita dito ni Lord is He turned the water into blood, telling na yung God of the river Nile is no match to what God can do into your life. Alam niyo kasi, ang Israel this time after 400 years ay ipapanganak uli para maging isang independent nation. Pwede naman eh, ang question, di ba? Pwede naman patulugin na lang ni Lord lahat ng mga Egyptian, ng mga soldiers sa Pero ng isang linggo, tapos magpagising nila, nawala na yung mga Israelites. But no, it wasn't just for the Egyptians. It was for the Israelites. God showed Himself and His mighty hands in order for them to be born as a nation in faith. Maniwala sila na ang Diyos ay buhay at hindi nagkukulang. So the first place is about 
the God of Happy, the God of the River Nile, he turned water into blood. Then the second plague, it was the frogs coming from the Nile River. Oh, nga naman. Pag ang Nile River ay naging dugo, walang mabubuhay doon. All the fish were, were dead and and all the all the uh, water creatures were dead. Then yung mga palaka naglabasan. And do you know, even sa, sa time ng mga Egyptian, hindi nila pwedeng patayin yung palaka because they consider frogs as one of their goddesses. So yung Hecate, goddess of fertility, water renewal. Then, basically, that was the second plague. Frogs coming from the Nile River. Then, yung pangatlo is lies o yung mga kuto. <laughs> Tayo nga, ayaw natin na may kuto. Buti na lang ako, hindi na ako nagbaka kuto. Wala na kasi alalagyan eh. So, lies from the dust of the earth. It was actually an opposition to the goddess of Egypt, the god of the earth, which is Geb ang pangalan. Geb. So, it was an answer of God towards the goddesses that the Egyptians believed. Ang sinasabi dito ni Lord sa kanila, you have your gods, but I will show you that your gods are nothing. The number four, Capri. Yan. Gusto ko mag-joke, kaya lang mag-reyama naman kayo na corny. Ito yung matangkad na malaki Capri, di ba? They call it Capri, the god of creation the god of movement of the sun and rebirth. So the fourth plague were swarms of flies. Swarm of flies. Meaning ito yung mga langaw na napakadami that, that basically subdued creation and became a little bit dark because natakpan yung sun. Then yung pip is the god of love and protection. So hindi ang Diyos pinaniniwalaan nila ng Diyos ang pag-ibig at Diyos na nag-iingat, kundi si Hator or si Hator. That's why sa pit plague, death of cattle and livestock. So lahat ng mga animals, baka uh, all of them, lahat ng kinakain ng animals were basically uh, hit by what we call this plague at nagkamatayan. Then the six were the God which is named Isis or Isis, dito nakuha ng mga, ng mga terrorists na yun eh, Isis, the goddess of medicine and peace. Why? Sa sixth plague, God turned ashes to boils and swords. At hindi nila kayang gamutin. No one of them can basically cure those boils and swords. Tinatawag nila si Isis pero hindi mapagaling. Until the time that Pharaoh asked Moses, nasabi niya, magsisisi na ako, ganito gagawin ko. Then Moses prayed, and all the boils and sores ng mga tao were healed. They got healed. At kung titignan natin, yung pangpito is not goddess of the sky. Ito yung Diyos ng, uh, ng kalawakan na sinasabi. And that the seventh plague were basically Hail rained down in the form of fire. Pag sinabi natin hail, ito yung malalaking uri ng yelo at bumagyo, bumaksak sa Egypt. At ang nangyari, it was the worst typhoon or storm they ever had. Ikaw ba naman? Hindi lang tubig ang bumaksak. Ang bumaksak ay mga yelo na parang 
mga apoy. At kung titignan natin, yung pangwalo is the God of storms and disorder na ang pangalan ng God na ito is Seth. That's why the eighth plague were locusts sent from the sky. Then, the sixth or the ninth plague, the name of this goddess of Egypt is Ra, which is the sun, God. That's why yung ninth plague, three days of complete darkness, as in total darkness. Sipin mo na lang, Normally, di ba, pagdating ng alas 5, lumiliwanag, alas 6, lumiliwanag. Pagdating ng, ng, ng alas 7, sobrang liwanag, hanggang alas 5, hanggang alas 6. At kung titignan natin, ay ito yung, ito yung nangyari. Eh. Kung titignan natin, three days of darkness. Then, yung three days of, lag, of, of, of darkness was very very uh, if I may say hindi ito ma kitaan ng hope it was filled with despair why? because there was darkness and as we see as we see the ten plague were Pharaoh the ultimate power of the not just Josan, pero ang pinaka-ultimate power ng Egypt is the, 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 the of the firstborn, basically. Bigyan ng katunayan na sila ay hindi, o si Pero ay hindi Diyos, siya ay hindi powerful, siya ay tao lamang. So, that's the idea. So, let me say it this way. Moses was supposed to introduce each plague. Ito'y maganda eh. As he met Pharaoh by the river in the early morning. Here again, he was attacking the notion that was popular in Egypt. For Egyptians, both Pharaoh and the Nile were gods. So Pharaoh, as a person, was a considered god. And Nile River, as a place, was considered So, God deliberately chooses to confront Pharaoh as a God person and at Nile River as a God place. So, yung kinukonsider nilang God person at God place, doon mismo pinili ng Diyos for Moses to meet Pharaoh. So, in other words, it's a showdown of the gods. Diba? Ten gods against the true God. And we know who won that, that showdown, right? So the devastation that the ten plagues brought to Egypt was of epic proportion. The entire water supply of the country turning to, pl- to, to blood, a plague of swarming lies, painful boils, breaking out all over the body, total blackout and darkness. These plagues brought daily life In Egypt, to a standstill, parang kumigil yung kanilang buhay. Pestilence destroyed the livestock of the country and locusts destroyed the crops. By the time we are finished, basically, pag inisa-isa natin to, we can almost visualize this land broken, beaten, and worn in the aftermath of the most severe disaster 
situation they ever experience. They have ever, ever experienced. So let me give the two purposes of the plagues. Two purposes of the plagues. The number one purpose of the plagues is this. To show the Israelites, I want you to listen to this. We are considered the Israelites. To show the Israelites that the God of their father was alive and worthy of their praises. So that's the first purpose of the plagues. Patunayan sa Israel na ang kanilang Diyos at ang Diyos ng kanilang mga ninuno, tunay at buhay at karapat-dapat sambahin. And secondly, not only to the Egyptians, but to the, to the Israelites, but also to the Egyptians, to show the Egyptians that their gods were nothing compared to Yahweh. So, tinignan natin na the first purpose was to prove to you as God's children, chosen people, that God is true and worthy of your praises. And secondly, to prove to Egypt, to your enemy, to your problem, that the Egyptians, that their gods, were nothing compared to the true one God. So, ayun yung idea. Mapapansin natin, actually, yung first at second plague, yung uh, turning water into blood and marami mga frogs ang, ang naglabasan, nagaya yun ng mga, ano eh, ng mga magicians ng, ng, ano, ng uh, Egypt, magician nila Pero yung pagdating sa pangatlo, yung kinuha ni Moses, yung kanyang rad, at pinapalo niya kay Aaron, then yung mga alikabok naging kuto, hindi magaya ng mga magicians. Kaya ang sabi nila, indeed, this is the finger of God. Even the magician, uh, the magicians of the Egyptians started to believe that it was God moving and working in and through the lives of Moses. So let me share three short things. Three short things from this Wonderful stories of the ten plagues. Number one, of God. The existential presence of God. Sabi niya sa chapter 7, verse 17. Chapter 7, verse 17. This is what the Lord says. By this you will know that I am the Lord. By this you will know that I am the Lord. Sabi ng Panginoon mismo, sa pamamagitan ng mga place na ito, sa pamamagitan ng mga bagay na nangyayari, patutunayan ko sa inyo na ako ang Diyos, na buhay, Diyos na kumikilos, Diyos na hindi nakakalimot. With the stuff that is in my hand, I will strike the water of denial and it will be changed into blood when He did the first plague that people may know that the Lord is alive. That He is the Lord that exists. He is existing and His presence is felt. His presence is true. His presence manifests. So buhay nating lahat. 
So kung titingnan natin, the first thing na papa na napakita sa atin ng, ng story ng ten plagues and how how Pharaoh hardened his heart because God hardened his heart. Then Moses and Aaron performed this miracles. They met at the Nile River with Pharaoh. Pharaoh, the picture of a God person, and and a Nile is a picture of a place person. But all of them, walang binakbat sa salitang tagalog na diba? Walang sinabi sa tunay at buhay ng Diyos ng Israel. And that's one of the things I want to tell you this morning. We might be experiencing a different kind of plague. A more than a year close to a two-year pandemic. But God is alive. He is true. He is existentially present sa buhay natin. That's why in the midst of pandemic, in the midst of these challenges, we still know that God is true and He is alive. God is absolutely real. God is absolutely real. Pakasulat nga dyan sa mga comment section, God is absolutely real. The existential presence of God Why? Because he is absolutely real. So the existential of God, he is intimate. So almost ano to eh? The existential presence of God, God is absolutely real and he is intimate. Amen. The presence of the Lord is so real. Hindi ito is doktrina, hindi ito isang katuruan, hindi ito isang relihiyon, kundi ang presensya ng Diyos sa buhay natin ay tunay, buhay, totoo, nararamdaman at nararanasan. Ano mang oras, ano mang panahon, ano mang kaos, ay hindi nawawala. Ito ay totoo at ito ay nararanasan at nararamdaman ng kanyang mga anak. Ang huli pag pinag-aralan natin, sa pangalawa, the experiential providence of God. So, hindi lang yung kanyang existence, yung kanyang presence ay totoo at intimate, kundi yung experiential providence of God. Alam nyo, hindi lang philosophical na merong Diyos. Lahat ng tao pwedeng sabihin ng merong Diyos. Pero sino lang talaga ang tunay na nakakaranas ng probisyon, mirakulo, milagro, himala ng Panginoon. Okay. Amen. So it's not only the existential presence of God, but the experiential providence of God into our lives. Sabi sa Exodus chapter 9, verses 3 to 5. By the way, before I read this, pagdating kasi sa third plague, hindi na napatunayan ng mga magician ng ng Egyptians at hindi na nila nagaya nagaya nila yung first and second pero yung third at hanggang sa ulit hindi na nila nagaya pero alam niyo ba yung first, second, third naranasan nyo ng both Israel o Israelites and Hebrews o Hebrews and Egyptians pero pagdating sa sa first, sec, first and second like, yung third hanggang huli ang sabi ni Lord doon ihiwalay natin 
Ipapadala yung plague, pero makakaranas na lang yung mga Egyptian. Hindi na yung mga Israelites. So let me read Exodus chapter 9, verses 3 to 5. The Lord will strike for livestock with a very severe pestilence, but the Lord will make a distinction between the livestock of Israel and the livestock of the Egyptian. So that nothing will die that belongs to the Israelites. Ang matindi, no? So nagkakaroon ng problema, pero yung mga anak ng Diyos, na-overcome yung mga problema. Yung mga Egyptians, nararanasan yung kalungkutan. Sabi dito, the Lord has fixed a time tomorrow the Lord will do this thing in the land. Do you even know? Si Pero kasi full of doubt eh. Tapos kinakalaban talaga niya yung Diyos. Because naniniwala siya sa yung Diyos. Naniniwala siya sa mga goddesses niya. Even Pero personally checked it out sa verse 7 ng chapter 9. Sabi ko, when Pero investigated, he himself investigated yung mga animals ba ng mga Egyptians na matay, nakita niya. Pinag- Pinacheck Israel have died. So ang naapektuhan lang talaga human livestocks ng Egyptians. Ganun katotohan Dios sa buhay natin. In the midst of pandemic, in the midst of pressures, in the midst of problems, pinapakita ng Diyos na buhay siya, at hindi lang na pinapakita ang buhay siya, pinaparamdam niya, nakakaiba ka, mahal kita, hindi ikaw ordinaryong tao, but you are a special person, you are indeed a one of a kind, you are separated from the other, you have been chosen among the millions and billions of people. Do you know that's who you are? Amen. The experiential providence of God, God is affectionately relational. Kung existential presence of God, that He is absolutely real, the experiential providence of God, God is affectionately relational. He is affectionately relational. So the experiential providence of God, kung yung kanyang existential presence, He is intimate. Yung kanyang experiential providence, He is involved. Sabihin nga natin lahat, God is involved in my life. God is involved in my life. Pinapakailaman niya ang problema ko. Binibigyan niya ako ng direction. Binibigyan niya ako ng leading. Pinagkakalooban niya ako ng wisdom. And same thing with you. The experiential providence of God in your life. Amen. He is involved in your life. Number three. And this is the last. Number three. Hindi lang yung kanyang existential presence, hindi lang yung kanyang experiential providence, hindi lang siya totoo, kundi siya ay nararanasan. 
hindi lamang siya totoo ang nararanasan, kundi ang kanyang pinaparanas ay ang kanyang kapangyarihan. The exclusive, that's the number three truth, the exclusive power of God. So yung una, the existential presence of God. And He is intimate. Then, the experiential providence of God. He is affectionately relational and He is involved sa araw-araw ng buhay natin. And lastly, the exclusive power of God. Alam mo, sabi dito sa verses 16 and 17, let me read it. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, stretch out your staff and strike the dust of the ground, and throw out the land of Egypt, and dust will become. And when Aaron stretched out his hand with the staff and struck the dust of the ground, Nuts came on people and animals, and all the dust throughout the land of Egypt became nuts. So yung pinagawa ni Lord, nangyari, naganap, through Moses and Aaron. Since the nuts were on the people and animals everywhere, the magician said to Pharaoh, This is the finger of God. Mismo yung mga magicians ng Egyptians ni Pero sinabi, ito nga ang Diyos. Kilos ng Diyos to. Hindi ito kilos ng tao. Ayan yung lagi kong pinapalangin sa buhay natin bilang EFC panel. Na mararanasan natin araw-araw ng buhay natin. Hindi lang sweldo. Hindi lang kita sa negosyo. Kundi masasabi natin sa sarili natin, kilos ng Diyos. Hindi ko kaya kung wala ang Panginoon. Hindi ko kaya to kung hindi kamay ng Diyos ang kumilos at gumalaw dito. This is the finger of God. But Peter's heart was hard and he would not listen just as the Lord said. Exodus chapter 9 verse 14 Sabi dito ng Panginoon For this time I will send the full force of my plagues against you that there is no one like me. Napansin ninyo, ayun yung purposes ng place, di ba, ng ten place. To show the Israelites that God is true and worthy of all praises. But to the Egyptian, to show them that their gods are nothing, that there's only one true God. Kaya nga sabi niya dito, I will allow the plagues to consume the land of Egypt and the Egyptians. And they will come to know that there is no one like me. And it happened. Kaya nga, di ba, pag binalik ka natin yan, hindi natin isa-isahin, pero di ba yung, yung, yung uh, river turned into blood, then frogs came out, then the lice, then, then the, uh, uh, di ba, the flies, and the, the boils, the pestilence, then yung ikasyang, there was darkness for three days, and yung ikasang po, the firstborn of all of Egypt died. The exclusive power of God, He is identified. Tatandaan natin, He is identified. Ano ibig sabihin nun? Ang gusto ng Panginoon sa buhay mo ay makilala mo siya. Hindi lamang bilang 
tagapagligtas, kundi isang Diyos na makapangyarihan na kumikilo sa buhay mo, sa buhay ng pamilya mo, sa buhay ng mga mahal natin sa buhay. The exclusive power of God, He is identified. So the existential presence of God is intimate. The experiential providence of God, He is involved. And the exclusive power of God, He is identified. Kinikilala ko at ang online, yung mga makikilig pa, kilalanin natin na ang Diyos ay makapangyarihan totoo at kumikilo sa buhay ng bawat isa. Ang maganda ito eh, existential presence of God, He is real. He is basically absolutely real. Right? Dito, sa exclusive power of God, God is always ready. Existential presence, He is absolutely real. Experiential providence, He is affectionately relational. And the exclusive power of God, He is always ready to move and work in our lives. Amen. So kung titignan natin, EFC family, always remember, the 10 plagues, they were given to prove to you that God is true, He is real, He is good in your life, He loves you, He can separate you from among the others, He is absolutely real, He is affectionately relational relationship ang gusto niya sa'yo. And of course, He is always ready, He is always working, He is always moving. Kaya nga sa mga darating na araw, nabanggit ko nga sa mga leaders kagabi, and I will end here, na-announce na, extended na naman ang MECQ hanggang September 7. Then, merong mga usap-usap na baka magkaroon ng national lockdown on the second week of September. It's like, what? Again? May mangyayari ba ba sa trabaho namin, sa business namin? Ano ba ba mangyayari, Lord? <laughs> ano pa ba? No one you don't understand. And let me end here. Yung binigay na yung template, ang sabi ng Panginoon sa mga is I want you to put over, uh, the Passover. So yung mga Israelites, naglagay sila ng blood sa pintuan ng kanilang mga bahay. And the angel of death came and visited everyone, the Egyptians and the Israelites. But the Israelites, na may mga blood sa kanilang doorpost, yung kanilang mga panganay walang namatay. But all the firstborn in Egypt died because they did not have the blood in their doorposts. No one need to understand. You have been, you have been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. Maybe plagues would come, pandemic would come, pressures would come, problems would come. Welcome to the world. But you will be spared. You will be protected. You will be delivered. Why? Because the blood of Jesus Christ is in you. Amen. Because we have been bought, purchased, and consumed by the blood of Jesus Christ. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, 
we honor you, we thank you, you are good, you are awesome, you are majestic. Let this wonderful, simple message speak into our hearts. Just like the Israelites before they crossed the Red Sea, you have proven through this 10 place how true you are, how faithful you are, how close you are, how relational you are, how intimate you are, how involved you are. And you want to be identified as the one who brought the Israelites out of Egypt. Hindi lakas, hindi talino, kundi kapangyarihan ng Diyos, pag-ibig at pagmamahal ng Panginoon sa aming mga buhay. We honor you, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.